Hi, everyone. Hey. Hello, Sam. We did it. Woo. Well, <laughs> while I organised it, I actually figured it out. Yes, You're just have. waiting for me to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm really good. Oh, good to hear you being driving around the Gold Coast picking up placentas. Yeah, two today and another mm-hmm. one I have to go and get once I've finished talking to you. Fantastic. So I'm going to start by just saying thank you to everyone that's listened to my first two podcasts. Podcasts, I am absolutely chuffed. And it is something that I put all my heart and soul into and live and breathe, birth support, hypnobirthing, my doula work, my massages and now podcasts and I'm just absolutely stoked. So thanks everyone who's listened to the last two and is jumping in on my third one. And um, I've invited Samantha Birch, Sam Birch, from Under the Birch Tree. I just love picking this woman's brain. She has an incredible job, business, love, passion, and it is encapsulating your placenta. So when I teach my hypnobirthing classes and when I support as a doula on the Gold Coast here, a lot of my mums say, so everyone's placenta encapsulating. I'm wondering if I should do it. What do you think? So I send my ladies to Sam and I've had a look through your website and we've had chats over coffee and a glass of red wine and <laughs> we've been at amazing marketing seminars together and, you know, I've ran placentas down from the birth suite at the GCUH for you to collect for my doula clients. So I'm still a little bit intrigued by it. I don't know if I could off the cuff sort of ravel off what it's all about to all my couples that I teach and attend their birth. Hence why I've invited you to this podcast. So, so grateful for this platform and I'm able to obviously share this with, with more people because I saved this recording and this podcast is just so handy to share on Facebook, share on Instagram, send the link privately to one of my couples who are thinking of placenta encapsulating and why it's so good for you. Um, a lot of my couples in my class actually say, well, aren't we the only mammal that doesn't eat our placenta at the moment. I mean, animals do it. There's got to be good in it. So Sam's going to enlighten us, everyone. So this is Samantha Birch. And I have some questions, but, yeah, shoot, fire away. What what were you just about to say? Let's do it. Not all animals do. That's another myth. There are so many myths surrounding this, and that is a cool one. So for a start, camels don't do it, and they're a mammal. Mm. Um, Mm. A lot of People that um, have horse ranches and whatnot will tell you that not all the horses do it. Is there a reason that they instinctively going, I can't eat that? Is there bacteria there or is it just just, on the day? (laughs) Yeah, I think it's just on the day. So um, I think uh, the two reasons that they do do it is because it is of benefit to them Mm. health-wise. Do they know that? I don't know. Yeah. Um, And also for predators. So, you know. Yes, that I did know. Yeah, they've got a new baby. They need to get rid of the evidence and yeah. um, afterbirth. Yeah, smelling right. out what's happened. So yeah, all right. So why placentas, Sam? Like, what what got you into wanting to placenta encapsulate? I know you were a doula for a long time, yeah, or a yeah. short time. Yeah, I was a doula for a few years, mm-hmm. um, and then I had a few clients wanting to know about 
the new thing that was starting to come up in the UK and in America. Mm. And so I decided to look further into it. And there was nobody doing it in Australia that I could find. There, we know now that there may have been a lady down south, mm. um, but I was one of the very first to do it here in Australia. Um, and I just basically played with placentas until I <laughs> worked it out. Um, worked it out. You've had training though. So who did you train with? Well, I trained with iPen. That's a UK company. Um, yep. And then I became their trainer. So someone right, in Australia. Yeah. And seeked me out to run the training here. So mm-hmm. that was the beginning of, of all of this amazing stuff. It is amazing and it's becoming really popular and I know you and I have talked so much about placentas and, and the best evidence behind why it works for you. And your your website's so informative, which I love, so I always just send people there or hit the link or pass your, hand, pass your card out. So um, how, tell me how eating your placenta will benefit the mum. Well, there's three different ways to do it. So there's three um, different benefits. <clears throat> Sorry. You're lucky. Um, so basically the first one is fresh placenta, which everyone Raw. goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You just cut some off and pop it in a green smoothie. I hear that all the time. Well, you can. And I, I just use very basic smoothie ingredients because mm. I don't like to complicate it. It needs mm. to be the star of the show and you don't need other things taking over for your body to absorb the stem cells. Wow. So the benefit of the fresh placenta is, of course, your stem cells. And mm. the other magnificent things is that it will bring the uterus back down to size very quickly and help stop bleeding. Ah, so that's straight away. Do you have to have that within a 24 bit? hours. 24 hours after birth, you're to have a piece of your placenta raw. Yeah. So you don't have to have it in a smoothie. I have come up with my own way, which is exclusive to under the birch tree. And that's to, I do put it into capsules and they're little purple capsules so you can't see it, taste it or smell it. Um, Otherwise, the best way to do it is to have some small pieces under the tongue or in the buccal cavity in your cheek. And it's straight into the bloodstream and you get the best benefit and the most amount of stem cells. Yeah, and I know there's a lot of research around stem cells and I guess for me, I don't know how to ravel off that, but in in kind of short, what do stem stem cells do for us? Well, the beauty of the placenta stem cells is that they're like blanks. So they uh, have the ability to build any cell in the body. Um, because they've built a human body, they can replace any part of it. So there's a hormone in there called growth factors, which tells those cells what they need to turn into. Um, And both of those are abundant in the placenta, also in the umbilical cord and the cord blood and the placenta tissue and cord tissue. All right. So do you include the cord in the whole process of encapsulating it, putting it into capsules? No, I have experimented with with the cord in other ways, but no, I haven't. I don't. No, and you do keepsakes with the cord. I've seen those beautiful, um, like um, prints and turning that, like drying them out into a beautiful love heart shape so they can hang them or they may frame them as well, and that's a nice thing to do with the cord. Yeah, my favourite is the sun catcher and the dream catcher because once they're yeah. sealed, they're just a hard, they're, they're 
you know, they're going to last. There's, they're just yeah. a, not going to um, be um, yucky, I yeah. guess you could say. They dry out, don't they? <laughs> they dry, but then you I seal it with a um, clear sealer so they're completely encased and, and safe wow. and whatnot. Oh, that is just amazing. So how long does it take for one placenta to – well, actually, let's go back a bit. So you have it raw and then the other two ways. Okay, so the other – the second way is the dry capsules, which is the most popular and the one that everybody pretty much knows about. Yeah. And there's two different ways you can do that. And one is steaming it first mm. and then drying it out and the other one is just slicing it – as it is raw and mm. drying it like that. Dehydrating um, sort of in a, yes. like in a dehydrator. And obviously you'd have to steam it at a certain temperature to not affect yep. uh, with heat processing. Would that come into play with the placenta? Absolutely. Okay, so the cool. big thing that has been in the news lately is the GBS, so group B strep. Yeah. If you do have that, it's not a contradiction to having a placenta encapsulated. Okay. If you use a professional because the professional will use the correct temperatures that will kill that bacteria without a doubt. Got you. Yeah, got you. That's the difference. And then the third way? The third way is remedies um, such as homeopathics. Um, You've got tinctures and essence, creams and balms, um, oils as well, and some other encapsulators will do chocolates. Um, Oh, I haven't heard of that. Yes, I, I don't delve into that one. I, I'm, I'm sure it's a little bit more novel than, okay. um, you know, the other ways. But, yeah, you can even get it in chocolates. That's amazing. I did not know that. Now, does, the, does it affect the breast milk for baby? So does it obviously it would come through the breast milk and have benefits. Is that right? It can have a huge effect on breast oh. milk. It can go either way. Um, if you take your placenta too early in dry form before day three when you've got that biological oh. process happening the way milk is actually coming in um it can inhibit that you throw some extra hormones in there and you know you, you could you could really damage that process so none of my clients start taking their placenta until day three perfect Just make sure that that process is complete or near complete yeah. Before they add any extra stuff in. Yeah. That's a question I get asked quite a lot, actually. So yeah, that's definitely. a good one to know. You don't start it because your milk comes in, you know, day three, day four, sometimes day five for mums, depending yeah. on their birth outcome as well. Yeah. So on that with birth outcomes, if a mum had quite a traumatic birth, over-medicalised or necessarily medicalised um, for the safety of her and baby, how does placenta encapsulation benefit her more than a normal physiological natural vaginal delivery well i found that the fresh placenta remedies really help these mums so for one if mm. they've lost a lot of blood mm. i've had results oh, many many times where mm. i've come in and given the fresh placenta and the mum has not needed to have the transfusions that she was set to have. Set to have. Oh, my that goodness. Is, yeah, that's quite huge. That's um, powerful. It's also C-section um, mm. quite healing and it can mm. help them heal very quickly. They even use the um, membranes on the scar these days. So, mm. 
Really? Yeah. That yeah. is amazing. Just like breast milk heals lots of things topically, yeah. I guess that is their stem cells will be there as well for that? Yes, and they use membranes on on, um, on your eyes in eye surgeries. And oh, my God. This is why I love your brain. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you're on my podcast. I'm like, I just could talk to you all day about these amazing information that you have. That's a How deep, long you... deep hole. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But you and I, birth nerds, you know, we love birth. We love supporting women. We love just uh, preventing birth trauma and helping out that that woman so how long have you been doing this it's coming up 10 years um, magic <laughs> just over eight yeah since I've had like since I started playing with placentas it's been coming up 10 years but 10 years yeah officially working as an encapsulator around eight eight that is on the Gold Coast that's phenomenal what um when can a mum not encapsulate so she's planned to have it encapsulated with you she's read you know your website she she wants to go with it or her friends are or for whatever reason but yeah what when can they when can you not encapsulate one medically it's when there's an infection yeah so if you have a high fever mm. um sometimes you'll have a little bit of fever with epidural um or you know mm. if, if it's a high fever and they suspect an infection then that would be a definite no um yeah. If there's it's, infection and we don't know what it is, I can't. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't deal with it if I don't know what it is. Okay, cool. Yeah. Also, um, if the family has forgotten to care for the placenta correctly, or if the midwife has not cared for the placenta correctly, that can also mm. be a no. So we don't want swabs or. Um, bits of rubbish or dirty gloves or any of that type of thing with the placenta it needs to be on its own in a bag Mm. um, double bagged and in a container so that it's nice and safe and and free from from bacteria bacteria so it's protected see I know when I attend births as a doula that you know once bubs is birthed and they're having skin to skin and placenta is starting to come through because I like to give my mums an hour hour and a bit for that to happen physiologically the question is, are you keeping your placenta? So, yeah, of course, we're doing that with Sam Birch and they're very particular about bagging. Oh, we bought our own thing and this is what Sam told us to do and so that's something the partner does because the mum's sort of recovering from birth. I'm fairly known for my strictness. I don't I like that. take any risks. Yeah, well, you, you'd want to, not. Yeah. I get a phone call in the middle of the night and solve the problem rather than turn up in the morning and mm-hmm. they weren't able to use the fridge or the fridge isn't working or they, there's, the ice machines are down, which is very common. Oh, um, wow. And, you know, we've, we've had dads that have gone over to the servo to get ice. Um, <laughs> you know, you a phone call can solve the problem, so yeah. it's best to do that. If it's not cooled, then it's like any meat. You just wouldn't leave it out. You, sure. It must be kept. It's food essentially, so yeah. you need to keep it as such. Yeah. So some couples have said to me, isn't the placenta more like a filtration system in the womb, so wouldn't it have all this crap in it? How would you answer that? Well, it, it is a filter. Yeah. Um it doesn't hold anything though. So okay. the, the mother's body is the, uh, well, rids the placenta mm. of the waste. So mm. the, the baby's waste goes into the placenta via its blood and mm. then the, it 
there's a there's a system there and then it goes through into the mother's blood into her system for disposal nothing's mm. held in the placenta there is a, or some that's that's not entirely true so some things are held in there and that would mm. be heavy metals uh, are one problem which is why i don't accept smokers okay because that is the heavy metals can stay in there and that can be a risk Right, yeah, and that's a benefit to mum anyway if, you know, a, a smoker was going to encapsulate or someone was going to encapsulate a smoker's percentage, would that be a bit harmful to mum? It can be, and we don't have yeah. a hell of a lot of research on it, but we do know that the heavy metals do stay in the placenta. Yeah, yeah. So, so and then would be yeah, bad. Yeah, of course. So they're pretty much the reasons when mum can't, the bacteria... If yep. it hasn't been treated very well, and unfortunately, if she's a smoker, you you can't help her out there. Meconium is the other one. Oh, of so course, meconium. Uh, yeah. Which not... so everyone knows who's listening. What is meconium? It is poo, bubby poo. Yes, which is uh, very often said to be st- sterile. Mm. It is sterile when it's inside the baby. Once sure. it's out of the baby and hits the air, it is no longer sterile, and bacteria grows. So. If it is very light meconium, say baby poo, just you know, just as it was being birthed or yeah. um, not long before, then I can deal with that. Yes, so that, I remember some a, of my clients that I attended had that. Yes, it's an and adjustment to the process that yes, will kill yes. that bacteria because we know what that bacteria is and we know mm. how to kill it. Um, yeah. If it's very heavy though, then it it's just too far gone so Excellent. we, we yeah. do say no to that yeah and um I remember quite some time ago that I was a doula for a beautiful friend of mine Carly Watkins and um you sent me a picture of her placenta saying this is phenomenal look at this yolk and it was a tiny little white dot the egg yolk egg yolk egg what, yolk remnant what is that about well <laughs> it's me it's the egg. It's the human egg. So um, usually they absorb in around week 16 mm. um, and sometimes they don't. So I've had quite a lot of them this year actually. In all of the years this year mm. I've had more than ever. So mm. usually I'll get maybe three or four in yeah. a year. But I've had probably eight or nine this year alone. So so special um, to see them you're saying. With, very special. The process, um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just it's a remnant from the very beginning. The you know this is conception started. Yeah, this is fed baby before there was a placenta. Oh my gosh, that's incredible because um the uterine seal is formed at conception as well. I find that really fascinating. Yeah, yeah. So the 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 placenta is the same. It's the center. It's the yolk. Well, I had a really special one once that had Mm. still the vitiline attached to it. So the vitiline is the is what attaches the baby to the yolk mm. and, and what begins the body. So it's, oh. yeah, quite oh, wonderful. Yeah, it was quite fine. You were, yeah, and you did take a photo for them and show them and explain all that and they were obviously still able to encapsulate? Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. I took lots of video actually video, because yeah. it, um, it's something that many, many specialists around the world, not placenta specialists, but medical specialists would be very yeah. interested in. So it's gone, it's done the rounds. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, I want to just to sort of kind of wrap up. No, you and I talk forever, but um, <laughs> yes. I don't want my podcast over half an hour because 
they just some you know we've got a very small atten- attention span as a, as a human race these days and I want this just to all my podcasts actually to just be around that 25 minutes um so people might be able to listen to it in the car going somewhere um and keep this amazing information so they can share it as well how will mum feel when she encapsulates the biggest thing is the energy so if a first time mum hasn't encapsulated before how will she know what to compare that to well, she hasn't tell her. She doesn't have anything no. to compare it to, um, but she will feel more stable um, usually, mm. and she will have a lot of energy. So energy. the the way to tell that is like you've been up all night for several nights. Mm. Baby's crying. You haven't got anything done. You possibly haven't had a shower. Mm. You just have everything going on, mm. but you feel like you're able to cope. You're not. Mm. overwhelmed so much um and mm. you don't feel overwhelmingly tired either so you, you know you're tired yeah. but it's not affecting you in the ways that it normally would yeah where you feel you can't cope and when yeah. you're exhausted and you're crying and you, you, yeah can't get out of your pajamas and yeah, yeah, well, I've, yeah I've felt that definitely the stability is um another big one because you're mm. you're a little bit more stable and your hormones aren't so all over the place which there's one thing that the dads really love yes Especially and they the would really birth. notice if yeah. she wasn't coping I mean I prep my couples for how she will be whether they placenta encapsulate or not yeah you know you to do the cleaning or or book a cleaner you're to get meals prepped or definitely learn how to cook <laughs> you yes. are yeah you are once she sits with babe you you change babe um, you hand babe to mum to feed again and then you get her a glass of water, cup of tea, raspberry leaf tea or a meal and, and a placenta and caps, <laughs> placenta caps and make sure she, you're feeding a breastfeeding woman. She is starving. Yes. And yeah. exhausted. And she might be really tender physically, you know, from birth. So well, I also add good to know. Too, even with taking placenta, especially the fresh placenta mm. too, that the rest is very important and yeah. nourishing your body because if, especially with the stem cell, um, preparations you that's how you're going to get the, them to do their work is by being rested and have a very nourished body so yeah that's mm. very important that's amazing and so everyone listening they're going to go to your website under the birch au. just dot com dot com beautiful and sam birch and um yeah book you to placenta encapsulate for them I'm always up for a phone call and ask questions. Yeah, that's important, isn't it? Sometimes I feel like people look at stuff on social media or websites and kind of get lost in it and then get sidetracked. And I get, you know, email inquiries through my website um, and I always jump out and and send another email and organise a time to chat because there's so much information and chatting one-to-one on someone is so much better, isn't it? Because they can overthink or they can wonder and then not get it done. And Because actually more often than not, my massage clients, my doula clients, hypnobirthing couples. Oh, that's right. I've got to book my placenta. <laughs> yeah, it's you know? personal too. You do your own, it's good to have the questions answered totally. for your own personal situation too. Mm, that's right. And there's a question actually before we go. When's the best time to contact you during pregnancy? What's well, too late? Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> on the night. I went and picked one up last night that was no booking and um, that that happens a lot. Uh, okay. Preferably don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Keep you on your toes. You'd love that, Sam. <laughs> I can but just see your face now. 
a few know. weeks a <laughs> few weeks before is good because I do yeah. I mean I do get to capacity I'm the only one that takes up to 20 a month um because this is all wow. I do this, this is all you do this yeah. is my you, life I'm an expert exactly you live and breathe this that's why I chose you my love <laughs> <laughs> thank you so good you're very welcome um anything else you want to just sort of share with is anyone anything important um that comes to mind look after yourself yeah. during pregnancy so that you have a healthy placenta um, good point it's not only if you're going to encapsulate or not but i see some amazing things with placentas and they can tell a lot so you know mm. if you're going to eat mcdonald's every day it's going to show in your placenta and that is what is looking after your baby amazing and if you come to my hypnobirthing classes or book me for your birth you are going to get a lot of nutrition advice yeah, it's very important. Love. It is very important. Thanks so much, Sam. Oh, my God. Massive hugs to you. So much love. We need coffee or red wine. I don't know, one or the other, depending on the time of the day. Oh, the coin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beautiful storm was coming over then when um, we were recording this. Did you hear all that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was magic, wasn't it? It's beautiful. That's my favourite weather. Same. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm super grateful that you're in my life and that you can help as many women as I love to, darling. Thank you. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, thanks, everyone. We're going to say goodbye. Bye. See you, Sam.